Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks products we love and brands that we can't live without let's get into it happy birthday to you <laughs> sing the whole song sing the whole song happy <laughs> birthday <laughs> cheers mate it's your birthday while we're recording oh, this it's my birthday i've had such a lovely day i've got to be honest with you you know when you get older birthdays just aren't that they're just like not a thing, are they? You kind of no. I know what you mean. And you're just focusing on other things, and you don't. Also, when you've got children, you kind of never really indulge or spoil yourself that much, do you? But today, no. yeah. I, I obviously was on the early the early shift. My alarm <laughs> went off at two o'clock this morning. Great, um, but like bounded out of bed because I was like, yes, I put my snazzy silver jeans on. I was like, oh, I love those jeans. Oh, they're fun, aren't they? And then went into work and there was a cake there and um, I just saw all the team and obviously Ashley Roberts, she's like a lovely friend and she gave me a nice big socially distanced elbow pump and, you know, it was just like, it was just like yeah. a really lovely morning. And then when I got back, I got back at like half past seven, the kids, the welcome that I got from the kids, I put it up actually, it was just lovely. It, then, yeah, I watched it. I literally just oh, watched it. It was so sweet. It was just sweet. And then we had birthday breakfast. Dilda and I went for a run. Um, we had smoked salmon um poached eggs a glass of champagne just lovely oh my god that's like the dream that's such a nice day well, the that's kids were really... at school or preschool today so we, there wasn't oh. a, there wasn't a child in sight oh my god that is so nice and, did, <laughs> and you did have a nap didn't you or did you yeah not? I've sort of been napping watching the crown have you been watching it <gasps> no do you know what I'm really bad with telly like tv recommendations like I literally like watch gossip girl and that's Georgia. it what? I am starting like I'm starting this is us have you watched that yeah yes of course I mean I've completed yeah that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just starting that now. So I'm like five years behind probably because it's like eight seasons. Tell but, me that um, you've seen some of The Crown. No. I haven't. No, I haven't. Start, I haven't even started The Crown. Okay, I'm, hold on a second. I, I'm, no. I'm just, I've got to pop out with something. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Bye. What? Sorry. I know. I know. I know. I do need to get with it and start watching more Netflix. Are I you really watching do. The Undoing on Sky? No, but everyone in the world is, so I will. I will. I will start watching that we're we're actually friends. I'm. I know. (laughs) 
do you know what you know I'm the person like in my like group of friends from school whatsapp they all start talking about tv and I just check out and then I jump back on when they start talking about like makeup or something and and they know they just know that they'll lose me for like half an hour and then and then I just jump back in but I am no do you know what since lockdown I am actually getting more into tv and sitting down and watching stuff so you know I've got a good friend called Ben and um, every time I talk about like cinema or film or whatever he sort of glazed his eyes sort of start glazing over that's like, me that's oh, me I'm like oh you know um Dirty Dancing or you know Scarface or he's like oh what what's that what's Scarface what, what is Scarface just I mean I mean um, see anyway. I'm I'm with anyone. Ben on it I'm with Ben I glaze over and I'm like mm, unless it's like Gossip Girl 90210 when I was like 21 <laughs> and watched TV it's not it's not a thing anymore well I'm sorry but we we've spent three and a half minutes discussing <laughs> not the most important thing that's gone on today what have you done with your uh, your morning so this is why I don't watch Netflix because I've been at a uh, a woodyard today. Um, <laughs> this is the most unlikely Georgia thing that I've ever seen you do. Well, I mean, I do end up in these places. Like, <laughs> Judgey James, Judgey James is so particular about certain things that you know he wouldn't just go on the internet, you know order some shelves and then put them up from Ikea. No, we have to source the wood from, you know, from where it's grown, chop the tree down, (laughs) pick the, you know, pick the piece of wood. So that's what we were doing today. We were literally like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it it was really nice actually. And it will go like, if you've seen my table on Instagram, it's like that live edge. It basically just looks like a tree has been cut down and then we put legs on it like that um so yeah and we took Gigi with us and the man was pretty horrified when she was there like walking around right all the saws and like all these massive like big pieces of equipment she's just walking around going woo did you play with saw did you play with saw (laughs) no 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 no, no. so you know it was it was a nice morning out but I'm just I don't know. I'm really into the home stuff at the moment, aren't I? So Okay, I'm well, if you're listening in. to this and you think that Georgia yeah. needs to start uh, Made by <laughs> Mama's home accounts, then please, please drop us a direct message because, I mean, she, I don't think she's juggling enough at the moment with, with, the, wood, with the woodyard visits, you know, yeah. parenting and the house interiors and the business. It's not enough. So let's chuck in it's a home not, interiors account. Let's yeah. just add something else for me to not watch. So then I won't, definitely won't watch Netflix in case I was just... Just about to start. I won't. Oh, mate. But <laughs> do you know what? We're chatting to someone now, aren't we? Who is juggling yeah. a lot? Five children. <sighs> I mean, this is th- that's kind of what, what I was sort of leading into is the fact that we think we're juggling a lot with t- two and a half, three. This lady has got five of them and, yeah. you know, works really, really hard. They run a really busy life. And one of her children has got autism. So, um, Georgia and I, really wanted to open up this discussion we've been having the discussion personally for a while thinking who would be the right voice uh, in this space and today Georgia we are chatting to we are chatting to Jade Arif otherwise known as mother of all adventures 
So, welcome to Tuesday's episode of the podcast. Um, I was going to save this intro, but actually, having just chatted to this wonderful woman, I'm just going to do it in front of her and embarrass her. Um, And I have been following her for a very long time on socials. She is a mum to five children. Yeah, count them five. Um, She's very vocal about the fact that one of her children has autism. She's become a real sort of spokesperson in that arena. And this is a subject that we really wanted to cover. So, we are absolutely over the moon today to be chatting to mother of all adventures aka jade arif i know it's arif <laughs> we're gonna start calling you the posher version jade how are you yeah, no i'm good i'm good thank you so much <laughs> did you like that i love that <laughs> is it isn't arif is it or is it arif? which one is it no it is arif but arif sounds so much better I think you should go with Arif. I mean, I love that. I'm going to start calling myself Arif, Jade Arif. What what was them? Was it Hyacinth Bouquet that you and it was Bucky? Yes, Bucky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just give us a little insight into what life with five children is like? Oh, God. Yeah. So it is absolute hecticness, but it's honestly the best life. Like, I've always dreamed of being like, I'm like, a mum of like a million children and um I've got a friend actually and she messaged me the other day and she was like you're the only six-year-old that I knew that would stop mums with their babies to have a look and I was like I used to literally stop mums when I was about six and just look at the babies so it's something oh, that I've wow. always yeah I just it's just in me but it's it's brilliant like it's it's challenging it's heartbreaking it's fun oh my god it's I think it's just every emotional roller coaster you could think of so did but, you yeah. grow up with a with a with a family you know in a big family was this something that you said you always wanted did you know from a very young age that being a mum was kind of your, yeah. your mission in life yeah I just always knew like if anyone used to say like oh like what do you want to be I always used to say a mum which is so oh. weird as a kid but I've just always wanted it but I've, I've not come from like a huge family I've got two sisters So it's not like we had this big family and it was like built into me. Um, It's just, I suppose it's just the way I am. I'm a Cancerian. So maybe that's got something to do with it. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just the way I live. When you met your husband, was he on the same page as you? Um, I think (laughs) I might have had to force him a little bit, to be honest. (laughs) And to be honest, he probably would have stopped at like two. But um yeah you know as as time goes on and they get a little bit older then you bring in another baby and he's like oh yeah <laughs> he's like should we stop now and I'm like no 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 <laughs> keep but going that baby you stage that new if you're used to having new babies in the house it is very addictive like my husband's yeah. quite similar he's obviously got three I've I've, I've birthed two um yeah but I, I, I you know he would definitely definitely want to go again if we could Oh, and I really? think he would just keep going. He just loves yeah. having a little baby in the house. I know. It's just so, it's just that little bit of magic, isn't it? And actually, I was saying the other day, this is the longest time, like, I've not been pregnant. Like, by now, I would have been pregnant with another one because Forrest is two on Sunday, which I cannot believe he's going to be two. But normally, I'd be pregnant. And he's your youngest, isn't he? Yeah. So I'm a bit like, oh, my God, I'm not pregnant for the first time in, like, four years. <laughs> just enjoy it just enjoy it jade. i know i know so <laughs> um jade we wanted to chat to you so much 
today. But obviously, Georgia and I, you know, we've been following your journey on Instagram with regards to your son, Ralph, and his yeah. autism. And, yeah. you know, as I said, this is a subject that we've really wanted to have a conversation yeah. about. Um, neither of us have any experience with it apart from um, my sister's partner's um, son. So yeah. that's my kind of only real kind of exposure to it, I guess. And yeah, I, just, sure. I, I just wanted to kind of cast your mind back to the moment that you thought that Ralph was special? Yeah. So the first time that I noticed something was when he was about two. Um, I just had Edie. And actually, she was the health visitor was still coming to see Edie. And um, so that was my opportunity to bring up to her that I'd noticed these little things with Ralph, um, which were high-pitched screaming, which he still does now, uh, which is so scary sometimes he scares the hell out of me and um biting himself he would pull his hair and just little things I mentioned to her and she would then start coming for like an hour once a week and just kind of watch him in his play or watch how he um acted if I told him not to do that or we were going to do this or not doing this and um yeah that was the first time when he was about two I started noticing little quirks with him and did you sort of find it hard? Because obviously you'd, you'd had other children who didn't have um, autism. Yeah. And did you find it hard, especially like in public, to deal with, you know, as you say, like high-pitched screaming and, yeah. and just kind of the different behaviour? Yeah. So, so do you know what? It's not until probably two years ago was when that the public stuff started happening. So like... The first time that it happened to me was on a train and we used to go into the in and out of London all the time. But it was like all of a sudden he hated it and we would get on the train and he would just scream from the moment we got on to the moment we got off. As soon as we stepped off, he stopped completely. And um, this was every single time. And also the bus as well. He used to do it on the bus. And this is before... Um, the school got involved and before anything we knew anything at all and I was so confused I remember coming on stories and just being like can like anyone help me like this is what he does and um, yeah it, it was it was hard because you would get some people looking at you and kind of shaking their head in like disapproval or I had an old man say to me once he just went shh like that and that just you know it's heartbreaking because you kind of want to turn around and say oh shut up <laughs> yeah of course you do but- Go away, don't comment on my child, thanks very much. Yeah, exactly. And do you know what it is? When Ralph is in that moment, there's no getting him out of it. Like, he will, I mean, most of the days at school, when we finish school, he has a meltdown coming out. And when I say meltdown, this this is, when you have a child with autism or any other special needs, a meltdown is truly a meltdown. And it doesn't mean like a little tantrum. It is a full-blown meltdown. And there's nothing you can do about it. You can't bribe them out of it with sweets or or anything like that. You've kind of just got to ride with it and something will just switch him out of it. It will just be a word with Ralph, something. We'll just say something and all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, okay then. And he gets up and that's that. Jada, I just want to go back because I feel like we've jumped on a bit. Um, I want to go back to when Ralph yeah. was two and the health visitor was coming round. And yeah. what what were the sort of steps that you had to go through? And when was the word autism suggested to you? Right. So with the health visitor, she she agreed with me. She said, yeah, I can see what you're saying. 
but he's too young for any kind of diagnosis or any kind of referral. You have to wait until he starts school. And I was thinking, school, that's like three years away. Like, that's so long yeah. to wait. And then you're kind of left just waiting then, basically, like, and dealing with the behavior that comes with it and not knowing anything, which is really, really difficult because people around me just brand it as naughty because there's yes. no kind of explanation of why he's like that. And that was probably the hardest bit is just the weight of getting the ball rolling. But um, yeah. when he started preschool, he literally only went to preschool for like a month, I think. Um, but when he was there, they actually picked up on stuff and he used to hold food in his mouth for like an hour. So he'd be, he'd have eaten like his lunch and he would be playing, but he would have this pocket of food like under his tongue and he wow. still does it now. Like he'll talk with it and everything in his mouth. And you've got to say to him, you have to swallow because he just won't swallow. And, um, yeah, that was like a kind of an alarm with him as well. Um, the food thing but also when it was time for him to leave preschool it would be a massive meltdown so that's when it got a little bit more he would do a little bit more that we were like that's not quite right but yeah so it was all a waiting game though really until we started school so I guess now you know obviously you know, a lot more and a lot more yeah. of the signs just for anybody listening who might sort of have noticed a couple of bits of behavior that they don't feel is quite right what are the actual signs so you mentioned like the biting and then obviously yeah. like, things like holding food in your mouth but what are like you know the, the most common signs I guess um do you know what it's so hard to tell people what a sign like to give them a sign because each child is so different um so for example like one child might not say a word they might be mute and that could be their sign like they stop talking I think Zoe you said your um is it your nephew yeah yeah a a very good friend of mine actually rung me the other day to say that she's really worried about her son because he was talking loads yeah two and a half he'll be three in January I think it is he was talking loads and he's basically now he's basically now mute and he sort of he just sort of shouts out like yeah. really loudly but doesn't and he's really not very good at affection either and yeah, she's, it's she's so hard. at the moment she's so devastated because she doesn't know what to do um, yeah, and, where to go. and where to mm. go and who to talk to and yeah she says she feels quite alone and doesn't really know oh, what's God, going yeah. on yeah. it is it's really lonely because like you say you don't know because I'm still kind of in that mode like I don't know how how to deal with it still and am I using the right words to explain him and am I saying the right words to him it's just so difficult but also with the signs as well like quite a lot of people think children with autism aren't loving and aren't yes yeah common misconception isn't it yeah Yeah, it's not true because Ralph is the most loving child and he loves to give kisses and stuff um because some I remember when I raised the issue with my family, it's like, oh yeah, but he's he's really loving though. He can't have it, and I'm like, but uh, to be honest, that was me. I that's what I thought as well, and that's what I thought was a sign if they don't look at you and if they don't like cuddle. Yeah, the eye contact. Yeah. I always thought the eye contact was a sign. Yeah, and it, you know it can be, but not all children yeah. are gonna be like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a really really difficult one. If you know, because I said to you Zoe earlier. It was almost like all of a sudden I got given a new child because 
he was completely different to how he was, say, two or three years ago. Um, and that and that's what it's like. You all of a sudden notice that it's a little bit more challenging or they don't like to do what they used to do or they finding it hard to listen to change and things like that. So it's so it's so difficult because everyone's just so different. What sort of assessments are done on um, a child at that stage? So you, you, they told you that they had to wait until he went to school. And then, then at that point, what sort of care does he get? And, and do they put him on a spectrum? That's a word that I've heard before. Yeah. So basically, so when he started nurse, um, not nursery, reception, um, obviously, when, when you first start, you they ask you if there's anything that you're bothered about so they can keep an eye on it. And obviously I, I, that's where I raised my concerns yeah. and it was probably about a month. And they said, they came to me and they said, they've noticed some other stuff as well as what I've said. And so that was the first initial thing. Like, Oh my God, I'm not actually going insane because yeah. they've noticed other things as well. So what they did first before any kind of assessment went on, they actually then gave him a, um, a weighted blanket in school um, and that was oh, like the yes. first little thing that they did. They gave him a weighted blanket because it stopped him getting a bit anxious and screaming out as much. So when he was on the carpet, they gave him this white blanket. Um, and they said that seemed to really, really help him. Um, but they, the school, which I didn't realise, the school actually got, get in contact with like the doctors. They get in contact with the paediatrician. Um, and I didn't realize they did all that. Like it was really new to me and really like, oh, like you get in contact with his pediatrician, which was really like weird for me. Reassuring. Um, yeah, because do you know what it is? Ralph was premature. He was born at 30 weeks and we were actually pulled into a room when he was born and was told a number of things that could happen to him when he was younger, what he could get. And autism was one of those things. Right, and was that to do with him being premature? Yeah, so when he was born, he suffered a brain hemorrhage. Right. Right. So he had a bleed on his brain. And so they said all these different things. They said that he could get epilepsy, autism, Tourette's. So there's lots, there's like, there were so many things they said to us. I mean, thankfully, he's not had any other issues apart from uh, this. So, um, yeah, it, it can, can be linked to him being premature. And how do the other children at school kind of react if he has, like, as you say, like a meltdown or, you know, has some behaviour which isn't isn't the norm to the other yeah. kids? So when he's actually in his classroom, he does do his high-pitched screams. And, I mean, yesterday... Um, Melly, my six-year-old, came home from school and apparently they FaceTime each classroom in the morning to say good morning because they can't have their, um, what you call it, their, <laughs> what is it they have Assembly. in the morning? Yeah, that's it. They Assembly, can't have their, yeah. yeah, so they FaceTime each classroom. She FaceTimed Ralph's class and she said when the teacher had the phone pointing to the class, she said Ralph was stood on top of the tables. That's like, she said, and all my class started screaming and laughing. She said, and Ralph was just jumping on the tables. I was like, oh my God. But I think they kind of just ignore him, to be honest. I think they're used to him. But um, this is Ralph's second year in reception. He actually got held back to redo reception. Right, okay. um, Because he just wasn't ready for year one. He wasn't ready to move up or to 
be at table learning. Jay, do they have like a, a plan for him in terms of where he is with his um, autism? So would they be looking forward to the future in terms of level of like extra care at school, longer time in exams? Is it yeah. something that he is going to be able to manage absolutely fine? Like what, what does the future look like? So at the moment, because... The, the first um, thing that we've done to kind of look at the future was to hold him back in a way because mm. if we had put him into year one, it would have damaged him a lot more, I think, because he can't write his name. He can just about, like, draw a smiley face. Um, you know, he can't read. He, he's very behind the, than what his other chi- the, the other children in the class were. So if we had put him forward, that would have probably damaged his school life going forward even more yeah so holding yeah yeah so holding him back was the best decision that we've ever made to be honest and he's getting on so well he was kept back with the same teacher so he knew her and he knew the classroom um he does get one-on-one sometimes but at the moment I think what we're doing is just seeing how he gets on in reception this time and see Mm if he's ready for year one again not that they would hold him back again but then that would be the time to think right he's still not at that year one stage yet where he really should be now um so I think that's where it would be let's look further on to see what we could do then we'll be right back after the short break There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So welcome back, uh, back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we? How do you feel about having an autistic child? And that isn't me wanting an answer. That's genuinely, you know, we're interested to sort of see how you coped with it and the feelings that you had around it and whether you kind of, you know, just took it or whether it was was a real kind of moment for you in your life. Yeah. So I think I took it a lot better than sucks because I always had that little inkling Whereas Dirks was completely oblivious and just like, oh, no, he's fine, which is common, actually. Apparently, it takes the dad a lot longer to get on board with it all. Um, But it wasn't until it started getting really hard where I'd like have my breakdowns and cry and think, how the hell am I going to do this? Because, you know, when 
he's difficult. He's really difficult. And I mean, he bites me, he hit me. Um, he tells me like, I'm the worst person in the world. He hates me. And those mm. are the times where it's like so crushing and it's like, oh, but then straight after he's, you know, he could have punched me in the face, but straight after he'll come and he'll hug me so hard and for so long, it's almost like he's saying sorry. Yeah. Which, um, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Oh, <laughs> um, it's because it's so, it's so real and it's so hard. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's not him. Of course. And, and yeah. that's where it's just, it's so difficult because he's being so outrageous and such a handful sometimes that you could just scream yeah. and you could just be like, will you just stop? Like, just, just, I mean, I'm sure I've said it. I'm sure I've just been like, can you just stop? Just stop it. But you can't because he can't stop it. And, and yeah, um, he doesn't understand. Yeah. And that, that's probably the hardest bit. Like he can't stop. And how, I mean, you've got, you know, you've got five children. Yeah. So having, I guess, a child that needs probably a bit more attention how yeah. how is that and do you find it difficult you know with your other kids if they need you as well to sort of manage I guess manage him yeah so when um especially like if he's having a moment and my full attention has to be on Ralph and you know the other kids are used to him having these moments so sometimes they still come up to me and like try and ask me questions or show me stuff and I have to say to them look oh hang on a minute mum you'll look in a minute and I feel so guilty because then maybe they might forget what they were going to show me. And um, sometimes I'm like, oh, this is this is hard. But they are just amazing. Like, they're, they're so understanding. And Theo, who's my eldest, he is so calm with him. And he's probably, he's probably the one that snaps him out of things more than anybody else. Because he's so understanding. He, 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 will say come on Ralph let's go and do this or let's do this and he'll sit in his room with him and that they're, they're really amazing they they all understand about Ralph and you know they they know what's the matter with him and when he have these moments they know he doesn't mean it so yeah they're just they're so good how incredible that your firstborn has stepped up to do that. Oh. There's something quite special about that. I felt that like when you were saying it, you know, yeah. that actually he's got an understanding and he's almost looking after you. It's that's yeah. really lovely. And do you know what Theo does as well? Like he he sees if I'm if I'm kind of like, you know, I'm tired and I've had a bit of a rough time with Ralph that day, or like I've had to really drag him home from the school run because Ralph does not walk home easily from the school run and you know Theo will do things like he'll make me a cup of tea or he'll take Ralph upstairs to play with him and yeah he's just such an attentive big brother and um yeah I just feel so lucky that he is such a good boy and um yeah he's he's quite it's weird because Theo's a young a younger age like minded 13 year old but then he does stuff where I'm like that's so mature <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's incredible isn't it actually but yeah. they just so, so sometimes they just have an insight into something kids are so yeah. uncomplicated and actually they see things for what they are and he probably just knows you need him it's lovely yeah it's just it's really yeah, it's amazing how, how have your mates been Jade and how vocal have you been with them what sort of support have you needed I guess I mean I don't have many mates to be honest <laughs> 
Oh, Jade! Oh. Yeah, you're mate. We'll be, yeah, we'll yeah. be your mate. You know what it is? I've, uh, uh, like, my, um, my manager is, like, my best friend. Like, I don't know what I would do without her because she will ring me. I don't see her a lot because, obviously, lockdown and crappiness. But she's my rock. Like, she's the one that I will talk to about everything. And if I'm having a down day, she'll ring me and she'll just be like, look. And she always makes me feel better, like, no matter what. And she's been amazing with Ralph. And, um, like, when we've gone on days out and stuff, like, obviously pre-lockdown, she's always just been so good. And she'll always just, if he's having a moment, she'll help me. And she's just, yeah, she's just amazing. And, like... My mum and my sisters don't live near me. They live in Devon still. So we, as in like me and Sax, we don't have any like support up here. Like it's just us. And um, Where do you live, Jade? So we live in Welling at the moment. Where's Welling? Oh, just just outside of London. But like, it's like yeah. Kent, London, you know? It's like oh, South. I know. Yes, yeah, yeah. I know. I know yeah. where it is. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. You're near I'm G. From- you guys, you are up. quite near me. Yeah, yeah. you are. Oh. I'm, I'm Essex. Oh, yeah. I'm Redwood. Yes, oh, we yeah. are. We are. <laughs> oh, do, you, yeah. do you think that, um, you know, having a big family does impact, you know, your ability, like your chance to meet friends? Because I, f- I mean, I've got two two yeah. kids and I find it difficult like I find it difficult to you know be the mum be the wife yeah you know, have a know career so hard, and then have it? time for your mates yeah of yeah course. it's so hard it's and hard. also I always find it really like awkward if you meet up with a friend who's got one child and you've got five I always feel really <laughs> yeah. bad like or like I always feel really bad like if we get invited to like a birthday party I kind of say no because I I just don't want to take all the kids because I feel bad. One, they have to like provide five different things. <laughs> and then two, I'm like, what if they just all go mental? But yeah, it is hard like meeting up with friends and stuff because firstly, you've got to get on and travel with all of them and go somewhere because I do not drive, which is like the biggest mistake of my life. Um, it's never too late, Jade. Come on. I know. I, I'm on the emails at the moment. I've just started to talk to a driving instructor and when <gasps> again, I'm starting to learn to drive because Amazing. because the reason I am doing it is because of Ralph, because it will be an easier and much calmer transition for him getting him to school and going places because other than the weekends when Sax is home, it's all public transfer or walking with him and he does not like any of it. So, But also, Jade, for you... Yeah. For you, because you can get in the car, you can put yeah. the music on, you can drive off into the I'll sunset and say, <laughs> see you later, fuckers. No. coming back. I know. Zach can do that any time. He can sometimes, so I'm going to go and get some milk. I'm like, we don't need me. We've got four pints in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What are the shopping bills like? Oh, my God, babe. They are horrific. Right. So we always do like a weekly shop, like a massive weekly shop on a Sunday, which is about £250. But we buy something every night as well. So we will every night we will always need to get more. Yeah. So really our weekly shop will probably be about £400 because... Oh, my gosh. Oh gosh. Such, a, such yeah. a lot. But that's not even like counting like takeaways or like food when you're out. That is literally just like the household shopping. And... um when you need like all the cleaning products on the on the odd shop as well that just mounts up as well so 
Wow. Oh, well, if you get into spruce, Jade, you only need one cleaning <laughs> product, get rid of all the other plastic, and they just send you refills in the post. Oh, really? Do you know what? I'm sure yeah. I looked at that the other day. I'm going to send yeah, you Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it is really good. Because I'm really, really fussy as well of what we use. Um, Jade, we wanted to talk to you quickly about negativity online because oh God, we yeah. know... We, we we met you once a while ago, and it was something that came up in conversation. I don't know if you remember it around the lunch table, but it, it, yeah. is it something that you have to deal with? And yeah. if the answer is yes, why do you think you get it? So, yeah, I get it quite a lot, to be honest. Well, I don't know if it's quite a lot, but it feels quite a lot to me. Like, I'm sure some other people get it way worse. Yeah. But it's too much for me, if you know what I mean. Like, it would be okay if it was, like, once a week or something, but it's like quite a lot and it's very offensive stuff so I remember one comment that was made was oh I really want her husband to leave her with all those kids and I was like like it's just such weird stuff yeah do you think people take offense to the fact that you've decided to have a big family yeah like I'm sure that some people just think oh well it's just not it's just not right or why is she doing that because I mean a comment that I get quite a lot as well is they think Cirque's pays for everything so you know I've posted once that I've got myself a daily sleeper dress my god that was horrific to them like Cirque's bought me that apparently and he works god knows how many hours to pay for my lifestyle that I don't really have and you know it's just all this weird stuff that goes on and the kids have got their Places and oh, I don't know how do you deal with it, Jade? What do you do? Um, I cry a lot, so I'm not one of these people that can read a comment and laugh and be like, "Oh well." I'm not. I'm not like that. I'm such a sensitive person. I will read the comment and I will cry and I will dwell on it for a week probably, and then I will be over it once I've cried and dealt with it and cried some more <laughs> I'm oh, okay but, but it, that's just me like I'm, I'm not like one of those people where I can forget what people say like I remember everything people say to me and that's just how I am like I wish I was one of those people that could laugh at it and be like oh well but I'm not I'm, I'm one of the people that have to kind of dwell on it I'm afraid you know what Jade I'm exactly the same as you because I don't receive much negativity and fingers crossed any any negativity in my life if I get the odd comment that that's the comment that sticks in my brain and that's the comment that I'll think about when I'm in the shower Mm -hmm. or you know I remember once a lady just sent me she screen grabbed a photograph of myself and she went what are you yeah you skinny bitch you anorexic and I was anorexic really badly and I've spoken about my anorexia Mm. and it's the fact that people feel like because you are on social media that they can call you out on stuff and send negativity it's such a weird mainly what it's about it always is about looks with with the troll like I don't know if you saw my um thing about my teeth so they just went I had gum disease really severely bad gum disease and I've just gone through treatment to um and it's amazing how better it is but anyway they for about a good couple of months they just kept gunning for me about my teeth how gross they were and how disgusting I looked how I needed to get my teeth fixed and everything you know anything I did they were like or like anything I bought they're like why didn't you use money to get a teeth done instead or blah 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 and then it was 
oh, I bet she's getting her teeth done for free. And, you know, you can't do any right, to be honest. But yeah, it's always looks wise. It's always what I'm wearing or what my hair's like or how that I should look or, you know, it's just, it's really stupid, like meaningless stuff, but it hurts it either way. But block 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 block, 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 block. yeah and also you have to remember like I always say this to Zoe actually for for somebody to be that nasty Mm. and that mean to send a stranger a message like that on social media I'm sorry but how sad must their life be yeah I mean seriously I don't even have time to message people I like I know know. (laughs) yeah let alone have time to pick at someone's hair that I don't know like I just find the whole concept so odd yeah it's just the thing is I mean we've had it so many times like people can't deal with it and when people can't deal with it they go downhill very quickly and you know like it can end in devastation and I just think they need to wake up and realize how much damage they're actually doing yeah um but they don't they just carry on regardless so well we all we want to do is spread love and positivity so if there's any negativity jade hit that block button (laughs) which is what we do and then we just get on we get on with with our lovely days because get on with the day exactly um jade what is the best piece of parenting advice that you've ever been given or that you would give a new mum or dad so what i will forever say is trust yourself and you know don't don't listen to other people I mean people will always be there to say oh well I did this and why don't you try this but you will know what is right because nobody's you nobody's your child and you will always know what's right for yourself um so yeah just just trust in yourself and you'll do amazing because yeah it's built in you <laughs> yeah, no, that is that is a great piece of advice. And you know, seeing as you are literally the mum of all mums <laughs> with five children, what are your like diehard products? The products that you've used on, you know, all of your kids or that you're loving right now? Yeah, so as as a baby, um the one product that come in really, really handy is the snot sucker. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> is the best product because all mine get like when they're really tiny like weeks old they always get this really snotty nose for some reason and this this snot sucker honestly I don't know what I'd do without that like that (laughs) is the the snot sucker we love that yeah that is I mean they wouldn't let me use it on them when they're like five (laughs) 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 but yeah that is the best one definitely the buggy board for me yes that is like a must for me because there's been times I've put three in like the pram I don't know how I've done that but the buggy board for sure (laughs) um the mirror for the car you know the one that goes on the car seat yes the peace of mind that is amazing you know what the buggy I've literally had every buggy brand going and my most favorite buggy band is mountain buggy mountain buggy yeah that's my favorite I will say actually that's my favorite double buggy because it's so so small uh, but it's so amazing it's so light it fits out of a single like door oh Um, that's good yeah it's so good like that is whenever someone says what double pram did you have like the mountain buggy was by far my favorite ever 
Um, and then the sleepy head. I couldn't live without my sleepy head. Yeah, um, yeah we're big sleepy head fans. Oh, as well, we actually. love the sleepy yeah. head. It's not just for like when they're in bed asleep. It's when like you you're downstairs, like on the sofa, you put them in there or like on top of the exactly. work It's just yeah, so or going for a shower, you can still you can pop yeah. it in the bathroom, still it's see so them. Handy. Yeah, but, yeah it's there's great. so many brilliant things, isn't there? Jade, thank you so much for coming on. It was an absolute treat to chat to you. Thank, thank you. you. Oh no, thank you. Oh, she's amazing. She really, really is. I'm so pleased that we've had that conversation with her. I reckon that's going to help a lot of people because you know what? Like we all go through those um, behaviour, you know, mo- the, the, the behavioural issues that we have with our yes. children. We all go through we them. Do. And yeah. at what point do you start thinking, hang on a minute, something's not right here? And it's, it's the yeah. lines are quite fuzzy. I mean, I'll share this with you. I, did, I didn't say it when we were chatting to Jade, but there have been moments where Dozer has turned around to me and was like, are these tantrums that Luna's, you know, doing, are they normal? You know, he yeah. has said that to me. I don't know if James has ever, or you've ever mentioned it to James, but sometimes they feel so stratospheric, you don't know yeah. how to cope with them. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think as well, like, it's probably not a relief when, you know, you find out that, yeah, this, you know, there is something, there is something more going on. Yeah. And, the, you, and the reason why you're finding this really, really difficult is because there is some, you know, there there is a problem. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, just listening to her talk about what she, sometimes in public and how, how people react to what's going on. I just think it's really, really tough. Yeah. Um, we've all been there, but, you know, they're once a month, twice a month, that kind of thing. Not every, you know, every day on the school run or every every pickup. Yeah. I just can't, I mean, I just can't imagine. Um, but it sounds like her older children are absolute heroes. Yeah. Um, and they all step in and help her. Yeah, and also I, I couldn't believe when she was talking about her online abuse and the online like almost <laughs> online bullying that she receives from people. I think it's absolutely disgusting. Like she's got nobody deserves that kind of stress or anxiety. People need to stop mm. that. I mean, not none of our lovely listeners do anything like that, but there must be some people in the world that just get behind the keyboard and think, My sole purpose today is to upset somebody else to make myself feel better and it's horrible. It is. It really is horrible. I mean, Zoe, we talk about this, you know, oh, yeah. not on the podcast, but those people must be very unhappy in their yeah. own lives. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I've said it before as well. Like, we barely have time to speak to people that we like and say the nice things to people that we want to say to them. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone, like have the time or inclination to say anything horrible so we have zero time for that although i did experience something quite funny today where i posted a photograph <laughs> of myself and kit Go on. And, like having like a loving and a kissing you know like we were just it, that's a lovely photograph on my personal i've seen it it's beautiful Instagram. yeah and i basically said you know if anybody's feeling blue today i just wanted to know that uh i want you to know that there's still loads of love in this world and i'm going to carry on spreading it and this guy that's got this foot fetish sent me a oh, message no. going I really hope you carry on spreading them or spreading it or something. And I was like, oh, oh God, I'm God. talking about my son, not my legs. I was just really, really, I was like, okay. I just don't respond to those things. I definitely never respond. Because when he messages me going, nice feet, I just, oh. I, it makes Do me you know, I didn't realise that this foot fetish thing was such a thing. Oh my God, but it, it is. really is. It really is. I, I remember years ago, like years ago. <laughs> Here we years go. Years We've gone ago, off on a tangent have, now. Having a, message about, having a message about it, like, can you send me a photo of your feet? <laughs> like, what? Like, I literally, at this point, I was literally posting photos of probably like, 
my breakfast and Axel, you know, like not yeah. any, probably didn't even have my face on my own Instagram. And James was like, oh no, yeah, that's like yeah. a real thing. And they don't just message women, they message men like who have got like battered, you know, football feet that they like. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. They like to do things and have the photographs. Oh, I can't imagine what they're doing. Oh I've got the gunge guy. The gunge guy <laughs> messages me all the time going, can you get gunged in a tank at heart? The other presenters, would you like to get gunged or eat a spider? Would you? Sometimes he says, do you want to get gunged in jeans or a dress? It's like he really wants to know the specifics of my gunge. <laughs> what do you think he does with this information, Zoe? <laughs> I just don't know what gunging means. Is he in a tank like on like CDUK or does he mean That's like... That's what I was else? thinking. Oh my God, this is so weird. Anyway, right. look... <laughs> Anyway, look, I'm just going to leave you with that. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a lovely birthday chat. So that's on my mind. Um, anyway, listen, um, as always, we would love you. Sorry about this. We'd love you to rate, review, <laughs> and subscribe to the podcast. Um, and if you do have time, please give us a little five star review. We would so love that because it just spreads the Made by Mama's word. And that's what we're all about. Yeah, and please do drop us a message at Made by Mummers or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman, especially if you're after foot photos at Zoe Hardman. Um, but yeah, thank you, and we'll see you on Friday. Keep on gunging. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.